This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, it is opening night in the NFL 2020. The first game between Kansas City and Houston is just hours away in Kansas City. Um, you know, Merrill, this summer when we spoke, I think we spoke a couple of times. We spoke once in the summer. We spoke once in the spring. And um, when we spoke in those time, during those times, you know, there was uncertainty about whether or not this would happen because you really can't predict the future in this current climate that we're living in. But now that opening night is just hours away and Kansas City will start its title defense against Houston later tonight. Uh, first of all, where are you going to be at 820 tonight and what are your emotions? I'm going to be in my family room. <laughs> I'm going to be watching the television screen. Uh, the same thing I'm going to be doing on Sunday afternoon when the Eagles are in Washington. But uh, I will be a lot more relaxed. I can promise you that. But it's interesting that uh, tonight is the night that we have waited for for a long time. And if you've been watching the television promos about tonight's game, they're calling it the biggest home opening game ever. And really, when you consider all that we have gone through and all of the question marks as to whether or not there would be an NFL season, and if there was an NFL season, when would it begin? Would it begin in September? Would it begin in October? Would it begin, would it begin after there was a vaccine? It's, uh, it's pretty remarkable that here we are on the scheduled opening night, and it is upon us. You know, uh, Merrill, it's going to be the first time that two teams get really close to one another. Football is obviously a sport where, where teams get close to one another, but they haven't played each other. They haven't practiced with each other. There hasn't been any joint training camp practices. There are no preseason games. Uh, it's really hard to predict, but how do you think it will go when teams from different cities clash? That's a very good question, and it's very difficult to figure out. I mean, you think about, the, in some cases, there will not be a home field advantage. Uh, in this case, I believe Kansas City is going to have limited fans there. They are. And uh, how many, I don't know. And what the sound will be like, I don't know. But uh, it, there are a lot of unknowns. As a matter of fact, I was speaking with Doug Peterson yesterday, and the thing that Doug, uh, speaking virtually, of course, but the, the thing that Doug brought up is going into a game like this, uh, you are going more by what the coaches have been like in the past. In other words, I'm sure they've looked at Ron Rivera's games with Carolina mm -hmm. and picked up how he calls a game. I'm sure they've looked at Jack Del Rio, yeah. their defensive coach, uh, their defensive coordinator, and gone by his past performance. That's what they're going by, past performance. Uh, there are no preseason games to go by. Uh, at these preseason games, there are always scouts 
from other teams, looking at players, looking at any tendencies that you might see. And of course, they keep it vanilla, but you do get a feel for where a team is in its, in its state of readiness. Uh, there's no way of telling what it's going to be like for Kansas City, or for that matter, uh, it's going to be like for Houston. But it should be interesting. Well, the, the expectation is, Merrill, in terms of the fans, as you were mentioning, the expectation is, is that Kansas City Stadium will be about 22% full, which is roughly sixteen to 17,000 people. Um, first of all, what do you think about fans going to games during a pandemic? That's something that uh, is, is only determined, number one, by the, by the state or the municipality itself. Uh, number two, if they can do it and it's safe, I'm all for it. Uh, I don't, it'll be interesting to see the configuration tonight and how they're spread out. But uh, I, I, I'm not a medical expert. You're not talking to Dr. Fauci. So <laughs> I, I, I can only say that uh, I, I look forward to the day when I approach Lincoln Financial Field for an Eagles game and the parking lot is filled with tailgaters and at 1 o'clock when they tee up the football, there is that roar of 70,000-plus fans. That's what I really look forward to. And when it will occur, I doubt that it will occur here this season. Well, you are, you are a football expert, Merrill, not a medical expert, as you said, but a football expert. So the, my follow-up to that is, is it a competitive advantage, or in some cases for teams, disadvantage, if some teams are allowed to have fans and some teams can't? I would imagine that it is. But uh, at the same time, Jeffrey Lurie, uh, in his State of the Union uh, address to Eagles fans, basically said, or to the media that goes to the Eagles fans, basically said that he's just happy there are some fans that are able to go there. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't begrudge that team if they can have some fans there. He said that nobody in the NFL is going to be complaining. In fact, somebody said that uh, one of the owners said that regardless of what happens this year, if there's a bad call that would normally get him jumping out of the seat, he's not going to be getting on the phone Monday morning or getting on his, his computer and complaining to the NFL. They have enough on their plates just to get the season going. Things are certainly put into perspective. In terms of the Eagles, Merrill, uh, the first uh, official injury report of the week came out yesterday. It had some very notable names on it. Miles Sanders with, uh, I believe, a hamstring, and Derek Barnett with a hamstring, Lane Johnson ankle, and Jalen Rager with a shoulder were limited at practice yesterday. Um, Lane and Miles are, are the two that really stand out there. Nothing against Derek or Jalen, but Lane and Miles are very important for their position. So how concerned are you about their availability for Sunday? Uh, too early to be overly concerned. Uh, these lists come out every week, and, and sometimes you get into a game and, and they're fine. Uh, I would think that early in the season, at this point, Doug is going to be very, very conservative. Uh, particularly with a player like Miles Sanders, who is his bell cow ball carrier. So I would, uh, uh, we don't know. We don't know, but I would think that unless he's, he's close to 100%, uh, that he will sit this one out. Uh, as far as Lane Johnson, if there is any way to get him on the field, he will be there. Uh, as far as Rager is concerned, he's been out for the last several weeks. If it means waiting one more week, uh, they'll wait one more week. But he's close to being back. And as far as Derek Barnett is concerned, unfortunately, 
Derek Barnett has been on that list too many times during his career. He's a first-round draft choice, and he's a very explosive player. He is a, a good pass rusher, but uh, he always seems to be on the injury list. Uh, the guys who did not practice were Javon Hargrave, who was a big acquisition this offseason defensive tackle, so he didn't practice. We know that Alshon Jeffrey has been out for a while, and we don't expect to see him anytime soon. You know, if, if Lane, and, w- and obviously there are two more days of practice, and Saturday as well, uh, there's a few days before the game, Merrill, but if, if Lane is not able to go on Sunday, you would figure that Matt Pryor would move over, and I'm just speculating here, Matt Pryor would move over to right tackle, and then either Nate Herbig or rookie Jack Driscoll would, would be at right guard. And, and, and then, you know, who knows about Miles Sanders? You know, you may not even have your top running back, and Boston Scott and Corey Clement are, are obviously very capable of, of taking Miles Sanders, uh, you know, carries. But that, that, those, are, those are significant losses. And that, that Washington defensive line is very, very formidable with so many players, talented players across their defensive line. So the loss of Lane, I, I think, would be substantial. I think it would be, too. I, I think it, anytime you don't have Lane Johnson, it's substantial. Because I, I think last year it would be uh, quite accurate to say that their best lineman week in, week out, who probably graded the highest, was Brandon Brooks, and he's out for the season. And Lane Johnson has always been uh, a staple there. He's a he's a tough guy. If he can play, he will. He's tough, and he's one of the best right tackles in the National Football League. Also, it would be interesting to see what role uh, Jordan Mailata yeah. might play in all of this. Don't discount him uh, coming in at at the right tackle spot because that's a possibility. No, it's, it's, it, de- it definitely is. Uh, Merrill, uh, before I let you go, since we were talking about Kansas City-Houston, and it's the first game of the 2020 season, hopefully a season that is able to be played without any interruptions, what is your prediction for tonight? Well, you know, it's funny because I just looked at NFL.com and looked at the power ratings, and the, the number one team is Kansas City. It's always going to be the Super Bowl champ, and they are in their home stadium. And the number two, well, Houston's right up there, too. San Francisco's number two. But the Houston, you're talking about another great young quarterback in Deshaun Watson. So you, you'd, have to, you'd have to give the edge to Kansas City. And it's uh, just uh, for the record, as far as these power rankings are concerned, they are based on last year or on one or two people's opinion. Uh, but just for the record, the NFL.com power ratings – uh, the Chiefs are number one. The Dallas Cowboys are number seven. And the Eagles are number 14. So if that doesn't stir the Eagles up, I don't know what will. But the power ratings mean nothing. What, uh, what matters is, is what it all looks like when we come down to the end of December. Well, three days away from the first game, Merrill, and tomorrow we will get your keys to that game. Looking forward to it. Thanks for the time, and we'll chat tomorrow morning. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.